Uh, but you know, so, you know, you know, some work's trying to pay the bills, and what? and I've got a I've got an ad here that uh that I was told that I had to read out, and this is bullshit. This is my first time on the show, but what? I was excited to do it. What's going on? My name is Faisal. <laughs> my name is Faisal. You can see here by the picture that's uh, this that I've written. I've written my name out, and I used to be in an ashes of creation content creator but recently recently i am now the greatest raid shadow legends player in the world that's correct ladies and gentlemen my name is Faisal, and i am a raid shadow legends player oh, God. this stream is sponsored this youtube video is sponsored by raid shadow legends come check me out that's Faisal 108 at twitch.tv come drop me a follow and and watch me play raid shadow legends listen i didn't want to do that y'all but um pay the bills you know um, the the truth is yeah. it's not sponsored by raid shadow legends but you all will be happy to know that i did get an offer from them and i denied it there was always the plaguing question that the pathfinder couldn't shake were his efforts good enough would the perseverance of he and his companions be good enough to ensure change on Vera? Would the gods reveal a path to follow? As he looked beyond himself into a great wilderness, he felt a sense of calm come over him, and his mind was at ease. He felt a presence, but it was time to move on. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Phoenix, also known as Samorg. I am joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Let's welcome, hold on, what, uh, you guys, hello, gentlemen, the show's about to start. Hi. Oh, wait, did we start? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, this is the what? part where, oh. this is the part where I actually introduce you all, oh. so... I'm not really too sure what those rebellious shenanigans were all about, but y'all got to be a little bit more professional moving forward on the show. Oh I just got to, yeah, uh, juggle, juggling, playing with oh. what was that, Faisal, in your hands? Anyway, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll, nothing, we'll, nothing to we'll, see. We'll get back to that in a minute, okay? And Daedalus, <laughs> I'm not too sure what was, is that a Hearthstone? Yeah, I, dude, I got to practice my bubble heart skills to keep up with you, Sim. Okay, you just you hold that thought. I'm not sure what that's about either, but I think we'll get to it. All right, it's ridiculous. God, I'm, I'm so sorry about that. I didn't hear that we were Jeez, starting. Jeez, man. I don't even know what to say. You know, like even... Okay, fine, fine. Okay, let's just get this party started. I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Daedalus, welcome back, man. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Welcome back, Faisal, our favorite bunny. How's it going? <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Uh, I hope everybody's doing fine and cozy. <laughs> Doing great, and welcome in for the first time here on the show, Ten Man. How you doing? I'm doing so well. Thank you all. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me on. It's a it's a huge honor. Seriously, all thank you. Absolutely. So, yeah. listen before we dig too far into the show, we gotta give a big shout out to the home of this podcast over at AshesHQ.com, the community curated website for Ashes of Creation. Also, a shout out to all of you Imperial Flames. Those are the supporters here on Twitch, YouTube, and Patreon. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week, friends. And uh, look, we don't have any iTunes reviews, but if you'd like to leave us a five-star review, leave a comment. It would be greatly appreciated. It is pinned at the top of our Twitter over at at Ashes Pathfinder over on Twitter, pinned to the top. That's our top post there. Um, you can do a call in as well. We can play it here on the show, which is one 
539-664-6801. And if you want to send something to our Pathfinder grunt, who will get that to us at some point in time. You can do that over our email, which is ashespathfinders at gmail.com. Now, in typical Pathfinder fashion and form, anytime we have someone who's new on the show, we like to essentially let them kind of give us their Ashes origin story how they found out about Ashes of Creation, why they're excited about the game, um, and maybe even some of their plans as they are planning to be part of the game, the community, or even as a creator, um, kind of what their jam is and what they're planning in the future. So, Ten Man, tell us about wow. yourself. All right. Wow. Oh, thank you again. Uh, yeah, so everybody's journey in finding a game is different. I, I used to watch uh, Lazy Peon, even as early as 2016, he would do like a top 10 upcoming MMOs. And then like, I remember into, so I watched, I know I watched it in 2016. Mm-hmm. And I remember in 2018, like, so it's like somewhere between July and December of 2018, I heard the name Ash of Creation for the first time, but it was like in a top 10 video. And I was like, okay, like that sounds cool. And I didn't have much, uh, I didn't follow it at that time though. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's like when I first heard about it. And then I remember learning somewhere between September of 2019, I wrote this down, September of 2019 and March 2020, which is where like the APOC testing was was uh, at least going, at least in some capacity. I remember finding APOC and then being like, oh, Intrepid Studios has turned the game into a battle royale because of the success of games like Fortnite. So I was like, oh, no worries. Like, I'm not surprised. Um, you know, I'll just, I just stopped following it uh, at that time. Because I thought, oh, and this isn't the kind of game I play. I, I'm in MMOs. I, I love MMOs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would have called APOC like AOC MMO testing ground or something like that. Like if I could have picked the name right. only because there's so many people that I still try to educate and like, no, no, like APOC's yeah. not the end goal. It was just a test. Like mm-hmm. they got this, you know, they're still doing the, the MMO. They got all these plans. So uh, I just like stopped following at that time. And then where so many people were re- uh, Reinvited to the MMO was Lazy Peon's video last summer. Right. So like he did that 26 minute video. It wasn't sponsored. It was a passion project of his. And he's like, it's an MMO. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, this looks incredible. Uh, so starting then, I started following the first pod, the first Ashes Pathfinders I watched was episode 100. Steven was on, and it was you know that's like where I first started lurking in the community. Uh, mostly watching through YouTube. Like once you had uploaded it to YouTube, not every week, but like it was awesome. Like you were one of the only people making content. There's only a few other people. And so that's why it's so crazy to be on now because like if you're a fan and you know them, it's crazy that I'm here tonight. Like it really is. So uh, I really started following it, you know, reading through the wiki, studying the game as much as I could. And then uh, at that time I purchased Alpha 2, but Alpha 1 wasn't available to be purchased. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I messaged Steven on Discord and was like, hey, like I'd really love to be a content creator. It's a passion of mine. Like I'd love to have the courage to go for it. I'd love to be part of Alpha One. But of course, even mentioned in, in a like the next Q&A, it was like, I got over 3000 messages on Discord. I couldn't even open my Discord. And I was like, ah, oh, that was me. I'm part of the problem. Like, I was like, because you know, there's no way he would be able to see that. And uh, as excited as I was to ask him like, hey, can I buy Alpha One? I do want to uh, attempt to like have the courage to press that go live button uh, and like make, make content. And I felt like ashes, like I was cautiously optimistic and I was like I want to go for it then to my surprise Alpha 1 was uh, as I'm following the game really closely expecting to be in an Alpha 2 Alpha 1 sales came back up and I was like I'm going to go for it uh, Ashes of Creation gives me a timeline like a direction yeah. that I feel like I can go with the channel and 
Uh, I have been streaming, but to a very, very small audience. And in the last month, like this Ashes community has been so welcoming. Um, they could tell like I didn't just start uh, following the game a month ago. I had been following it for like, I really liked over like COVID over all of last year. Uh, I, I really dug into the game and been like, wow, like, like there's, you know, as much as I could, I still have a lot to learn. I don't know nearly as much about like lore as you do. I love watching your trivia nights. Obviously I'm like always oh, learning. Thanks. Uh, Cause like lore is something I'd never done in a bit. Like just wasn't my thing in video games, but it's so, it's so much of a foundation of the world of Vera that I'm finding uh, an enjoyment and love of lore that I've never found in another MMO because it's well, one, like, you know, building this from a tabletop game in Steven's world and then, yeah feeling it even in the, in like the, even the quest in the alpha one, like if you don't read the quest, right. you pick like a six purple mushroom, it'll like kill you uh, or that flower <laughs> and that, you know, it was like, you know, like, Oh wow. Like you got to like pay attention. You need to be reading. And then you learn so much and then you start to invest more into the game. Um, so yeah, I mean, and that's, that's how I got to where I am now and just such a mature and welcoming uh, community, both of content creators and uh, in this community to, to over this last month to see that like I have direction and that I, want to make content for the next, you know, year plus, two plus years until the game is ready to come out and uh, and just be a part of like uh, this community. So that's that's, I guess, uh, the short as short as I could make it a little bit of story about like how I uh, how I found uh, Ashes in y'all. So outstanding. Yeah, that's a definitely pre appreciate all that. Yeah, you definitely I know over the past like week or so we've chatted a little bit and had some very, uh, very humbling things to say. So I definitely appreciate all of the, you know, positive, positive vibes and like everything that you've definitely shared about around the show and just kind of like the community that's been gathering here. Definitely appreciated that. Um, oh, for sure. Cause there were some times that Natalist, man, you know, you know, we <laughs> you know, man, there were some times where it was like, yo, man, you're, you, we yeah. felt like we were out there and it was like crickets, man. Cause it was just a, a quiet time. It genuinely was. And, you know, we weren't the only ones that felt that way. It was just, it was a, there were some there were some dark days, dark periods, but uh, you know, what do we do, man? We stay the course as as we always say, we stay the course. But I understand that you um you you had a couple things prepared. Um one was just you want to kind of like just kind of jump on in there and then maybe we can tackle the second thing. Yeah, and I will say that like of the about what you just said too, like peaks and valleys. Like yep. there's like, we're about to go through that right now. There's yep. this huge, there's this huge peak with Alpha One. Absolutely. Now we know from the Q and A, you know, August fifteenth uh, now is going to be the end. Mm -hmm. There's going to be this valley again, and y'all have per, like really stuck with it through so many weeks. That's cer certainly something somebody like me can learn from what y'all have done, and like even on those really hard weeks where there's like very little you know, there are months of very little content as they were developing the game. So, yeah. okay. So, uh, says so anybody that knows me, I, I have a bachelor of fine arts in musical theater in the, in the real world. That basically just means that I'm a bard. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm so proud to be a bard in real life. I love improving and writing songs. And I wrote this rap for the pathfinders for the three Ooh. gentlemen that, for the three gentlemen that are here tonight with me. I also, I also wrote like, more bits about half tilt because i thought he was going to be here as well tonight big shout out to half tilt been watching him for a long time as well i left one little bit in there for him but yeah this is just something quick something goofy that i put together over uh this week to start with um and uh there's no like beat with it i'm just gonna just like i don't know it's a spoken word poetry but it's something i find hilarious so here we go oh yeah uh pathfinder finder where would i look i barely know her half tilt more like full tilt poker Look at me walking in like Joaquin Phoenix, hashtag Joker. Speaking of Phoenix, give me some more. 
I'm talking Samord. It's like Star Trek in the early 90s, the way Samord's destroying the Borg. And by Borg, I mean mindlessness and assimilation. This Phoenix is taking that shit to the morgue. His content is a beautiful smorgasbord. He's got one layover on the way to New Zealand. It's through Luxembourg. Welcome, one and all. Will you join me, friends? This would be one of many tests on your trusted and dedicated Ashes of Creation podcast. Back in the day, the show was called The Simcast. Ashes to Ashes, podcast to podcast. Consistency and passion is how you outlast. It's a marathon, be the tortoise. No need to go fast. Cautiously optimistic for MMOs at long last. Rising from the ashes of MMOs recent past. Look at this crew, some more to assemble the hell of a cast. It's an honor to be here. I'm already having a blast. Hey, look, it's 108, that cozy social bunny. I'm speaking of basil. Gathering herbs in the alpha, I'll call this bagel basil. I may be the turtle, but this bunny's the hare. The opposite of Asmongold, man's got a full head of hair. This must be Pulp Fiction. Look at this honey bunny. It's not Philadelphia, but he's always sunny. Basil, you look tired. Your nose is runny. You look cold. Go wrap up in your blankie. Let the 40-year-olds handle this. It's past your bedtime, Sonny. And that was a reference to last week's show, 136. Ash's Pathfinders is also on YouTube. Go get your weekly fix. This isn't store-bought. It's a homemade mix. And what's that? I am Groot. I'm talking the seers of the black root. I'm here on the sexy August cosmetic loot. Look at the bard tugging on his loot. Ron Burgundy blowing on his flute. I'm moving forward like my motion was root. All other podcasts are just an offshoot. No dispute. Smorg, the boss, he's wearing the suit. Chasing happiness to New Zealand. Man's got mad pursuit. Go apply for the content creator program reboot. Listen to this pod on your daily commute. Paying attention to the details. Minute. Master artisan of taming. Look at minute. Virtue is waiting for you. Come here, new recruit. All the other guilds are corruption. All they want to do is pollute. Next up to bat, the man with the red coffee hat. Carpe D, um, see the day, 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 Daedalus, hey, Daedalus is the real Nathan Fillion. Since he's been on since episode seven, Daedalus has been filling in. Look at Daedalus, mmm, he's so scrumptious. I could cuddle him all winter. Backbone of the podcast, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Today is the day, Daedalus, data hack, his kindness and knowledge never lack. Man's been on the pod forever, he's always had some words back. Gathering lamb certificates to make gold. Racks on racks, boob sliders confirmed. Racks on racks. Gaming PC OP, no offense, Mac. If you're looking for a blog post, head to the oh, Ashen Herald. Daedalus writes bars like his name was F. Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> Mayor of the Divine Node, the man is a herald. Been writing for Ashes since September 15th, 2017. I'm talking back in the day, Faisal wasn't even a teen. Poor Faisal, he still has a curfew. That's why Samorg has never let him join Virtue. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. Oh my God. Why oh me? Why God. me? Yo. Uh, <laughs> oh my god that is epic dude oh it, my god. we are a hundred percent this is a hundred percent going on like i'm putting this everywhere this is beautiful <laughs> oh thanks y'all i had so much fun writing that this week and uh and just because phase i had to go after phase because he's the <laughs> kindest like this guy he like supported me and like was one of the nice. first people in the community to come into my streams and uh so yeah i love you phasel <laughs> I was over here. Too, I was man. I was over here in my head going Pathfinder, Finder, yeah. Rat. All of a sudden you're going like, oh, back <laughs> freaking Ninja Rat from Ninja Turtles. I was like, oh my god, yeah. this is awesome. okay. All right, I'm not gonna get. I'm like, I'm just gonna keep it. I gotta like not let the big head kind of blow up too much because that was like definitely an ego <laughs> stroke boost, whatever. But I know, I know. 
That was great. It's already too shiny. That was. We can have it way shinier than that. I got oil, natural oil. By the end of the show, it'll be shinier. Watch, just the Middle Eastern baby. That's what all. That's what that is right there. Okay, okay, dude. That was really, that was really awesome. Super freaking cool. Probably one of the coolest things I think a guest on the show has ever done in preparation for it. So, but wait, apparently there's more. And and by the way, I am a hundred percent in the dark on this. this is the first time i'm hearing any of this too no joke right we're going in unscripted on this <laughs> not that we're usually really scripted anyway as people can tell by the rants and the you know rabbit hole that we tend to travel down yeah. okay i yeah, understand so, trivia as well yeah so something that you've started doing on your show which i think is a wonderful way to engage with your audience to create an active show if you watch this on youtube or any other other places for your podcast Smorg also does trivia uh, on on Twitch. Yeah, and I've been in here hanging out. Shout out to Dante, who's always reaching for that number one. Jeez, man. Uh, yeah. But uh, but uh, so I went through all 137 episodes and created some Simcast Ashes Pathfinders lore, uh, uh, lore questions, more history questions, and I made a uh, so they don't know the three of them don't no. know. So we're gonna try to see. If they remember any of this, you can also shout it out in chat if you know it. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to let everybody have a small chance here. Daedalus was on the show in episode seven. But in the very last SimCast ever, he showed his face. What number was that? Who can be first? Either uh, either in the chat or or I know people are like scrolling through the on YouTube right now as fast as they can. I know the last Simcast episode was 20-something, but I don't remember which one it was. I think 20-something. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God, God, yeah. No, I do not. So it's 33. And episode oh 34... Oh, my gosh. Episode 34 begins Ash's Pathfinders. Wow. It's all good. Dang. GM Steven, the man himself, has officially been on the show how many times? Not when he would uh, jump in every once in a while, but when he was uh, scheduled to be on the show and was there. I'm just going to say more than once. Yeah. <laughs> really, Faisal? Come I'm on. Don't cheapen this trivia. Come on. You got to pick a number. Questions. At least so, four or five times, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, episode 47, 73, 100, and 121. Four times. Oh, my gosh. For the bunny himself. Does anybody know when Faisal first appeared as a Pathfinder on the show? Ooh, uh, I know these are absurd uh, questions, y'all. I just wanted to have fun and a little bit of historical reference for everybody. Uh, 81? Pretty close. Oh, my gosh. I'm just trying. Guess? Oh, God. Um, Faisal, Faisal you, don't, you don't remember the number? I mean, okay. I mean, I um, mean, it's been a blur. The freaking Pathfinder birthday, dude. What do you mean? Faisal, you better remember this. <laughs> yeah, you should have uh, Look, I already had 30 episodes in. Yeah. And I remember um, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Carry the two. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's, it's 70. Oh, 70. Wow. Yeah. The, last, the last thing I'd say. Uh, if Half Tilt was here, I'd ask him. His first one was 90. Wow. And the last thing I'd say is, does anybody have a guess on to what? Uh, this, is, this is a real testament of Smorgs reaching out to so many different people. And I have the full list 
and numbers of when each person came on the show for him that I'm going to send him after the show so that he has it for historical reference. But this is episode 137, and I am Tin Man. What number guest am I on the show? Oh, no. I don't, I can't, I don't, I don't know. I have no (laughs) idea. It can't be that many. It's got to be like maybe, I don't know, like 20 something, maybe? I'm number 44. What? I'm the 44th guest on your show. I went through all of it this week to make sure, except if somebody like, like you said, like Stephen would sometimes like jump on uh, besides the four official times. If somebody like jumped on it at a very specific moment, I might've missed it, but I am certainly at least the 44th guest on the show. So thank you so much for having me y'all and for everything you've done for like three years now. So I have this all written down with each person who's come on and when their first show was, I'll be be sending this in a DM to, some more for the whole community later yeah and uh just so you have it that's interesting wow i yeah. didn't realize there was that many people that actually been on here dang yeah so i didn't anyways, think there I were that many people that wanted to <laughs> so he was like hey you want to come on the show i think you'd be a you'd cool fit sometimes you bring people on it's like nah maybe not maybe not the best fit and but a lot of the time most of the people like they vibe and we've had them back on it's pretty cool yeah damn yeah. 40s <laughs> 44 people. I'm the 44th person on the show in 137 episodes. So Jeez. thank you all. And thank, you know, it's a, you know, about like, and I say this all the time. Wow. I say this all the time. Uh, when I stream, I always say that like, you know, we, we are collaborators and we have an opportunity to work together. And, and, uh, so yeah, thank you for doing that. Uh, thank you for just hanging out with the community for so long. Yeah. Thanks, so I'll uh, send you all that afterwards, but yeah, wow. this is something I want to do some fun. I wanted to have before the show started. So thank you. Thank you. for Yeah. Wow, I'm actually shocked. I didn't. I, I'll be honest, man. Like, I, I, I just wanted to make a good show and just have fun. You know, that was like the original goal. Was like, I just want to get people on that want to have a good conversation, a good healthy conversation around mm-hmm. the game, and like build community and create momentum for all of us. Like we, while we stay the course, waiting for this game we want to play, and you know, like I didn't ever think that we'd get I. I, if you had gone back and asked me in the beginning, like, yo, you're going to go a few years in the future and you're going to have all these cool, like, assets here, like a spinning freaking gate. And, like, you know, you're going to have, like, have a bunch of, like, 44 people on. You're going to have 130 some episodes. You're going to have Steven on a handful of times, Margaret, some of the others. It's all going to happen. I've been like, bullshit. <laughs> you know? Because yeah. I, I would, yeah. I, I didn't even, I, I, like, this, Ashes Pathfinders, as, when it started, was, um, I had never podcasted before and my real inspiration was like anybody that remembers World of Warcraft, um, the weekly marmot, which lore did before he ever ended up working for like Blizzard and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, I used to watch those and I was like, this is kind of fun. Like you get on, you have, you know, kind of have some laughs and a good time. Now he didn't do it in podcast form, but it was like my main reference for like some things moving forward. And then, now I've got this whole goal for the show that we're not even, we haven't even hit it yet, but if we can end up hitting it, it's going to be something pretty special. I think at least I believe it will be. And along the way, all the, all the fellow, you know, pathfinders we gather that, you know, are here. It just makes it, we get one step closer and, you know, one chapter, one greater chapter kind of added to our chronicles, so to speak. So yeah, definitely appreciate and, and, everybody. And like- for sure, like when you first started, like you didn't have Steven on for 47 weeks, no. 47 episodes. So if somebody was like, at least if I'm looking at this and I'm thinking like I'm trying to 
grow and create authentic community and bring people on, uh, you know, show. If you're if you're thinking about becoming a content creator and you think ten weeks in I'm a failure, no, think of of like you can use what some more yeah. done like some yeah. work like literally went a year before Steven even came on almost a full year of yeah. just dedication to the thing before he even came on for the first time. Yeah. So um, it's a, it's a it's a marathon for sure. And, and you've been running it. You know what? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something too. And this is for any creator out there because I I I help as many people like as I can with with just with my knowledge, not because like I am a know it all. I'm not. But I, I know a few tips and tricks and I've learned a few things and I try to share what I have learned. And I'll tell anybody in the Ashes of Creation community that is creating content, like don't be afraid to ask Steven or the team or any of them to like, you know, to join you for a chat or something like that. I'm not saying they're going to, I'm not saying it's guaranteed. I'm just saying I wouldn't have gone a hundred episodes if I had realized that, you know, there are much more likely to invest in their community than than I had thought because my my you know my reflections were in other games and you just didn't see that happen unless it was like these are people that are basically like hand chosen and kind of being molded by you know the the team or whatever to to kind of like showcase stuff I I would have asked sooner if I had realized like there was even a chance that they would have you know wanted to jump on and stuff and you know so that's my thing is like don't don't be afraid you know you miss what 100% of the the shots you don't take yeah you, yeah you so take don't be afraid to take the shot man I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen you keep doing the thing you've been doing anyway yeah and dante just made a great point like the new in influencer specialist and the new lead developer once that's yep. announced like you know you've been here so long and you have such a, a community and history like absolutely and i think they'd love to come like i hope they'd want to come on it you know that'd be that'd be some great episodes for you like yeah. i i appreciate like all the praise and stuff too because i think you've been extremely generous with praise and i'll be honest like realistically like i've I've had people come like like yourself and other people and i'm not this is not an ego boosting at all like i'm like very humbled and kind of like whoa because like i'm just a guy that wants to make a good show and good content and i just i only focus on like the steps to do that you know i, I look at the steps ahead of me i try to take it a day at a time and keep doing that and making those steps and hopefully in the future i reach the goals that i'd like to ideally reach which there's a good handful of them and the podcast itself and everything around the community around the show, I have like such grand things planned if it all comes together. And so far it has, but it's one step at a time. And I had people like jump, dropping by in game, like going, I love the podcast. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I was just like, you know yeah. about the podcast? I was like, that's really cool. I'm just like shocked that that many people are like, yeah, totally listen to it. I'm like, what? Yeah. This is so yeah. nice, man. Cause like, you know, I go back to those first episodes and I was like, man, I don't know what the hell I'm doing just trying to figure it all out, man, trying to figure something out that works for me and have a good time talking about the game while we're all waiting for it. And, you know, stay the course one day at a stay time, friends. And, and, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions. And, you know, especially I think, you know, the ashes of creation community over the past like couple years, I think it's actually really evolved into something more than it was before. It's not the collection of, these overwhelming voices that were that are now the minority and i think that initially a lot of people were kind of seemed maybe daunting to kind of want to jump in and be a part of it and i'm not not shaming anybody or saying anything negative but i think over the past like year or so it's really blossomed and i think this like influx of a lot of like new blood so to speak a lot of new cinderborn as i call them all these like you know uh all of these people that just love the community and the game and they want to build something good i mean i've seen a lot of 
All blood for the blood god. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of great people that have joined in. I think the community's, you know, uh, its its core is 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 growing more and more week after week. And I think we're certainly in a period where, you know, the community's getting better and better. And you know, there's a lot of people out there that you know are very welcoming, and it's like really really exciting to see that because you know, that was that was kind of like the dream in the early days. You know, we hadn't quite really seen a a real snapshot of, but now we're really getting it. It's, it's freaking awesome, man. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about, let's start, let's dig into stuff and things here. We've got, we've got some things on the agenda today. We're going to definitely talk about some of the cosmetics, but first, like, like 10 minute actually mentioned, keep in mind, friends, the alpha one testing period, this one month that we had, had been going through the end date was August 13th. I'm going to, couple things that announced here to make sure we're very clear on this so you're all in the know the testing per the team has been extended slightly so right now the testing as the te servers are up will run through the 15th of august which is one week from today today right now one week from today in about an hour and a half at this very moment the servers will be um will be live right i believe it's what well, it might be actually was it 6 p.m i forget PDT. Yeah, 6 p.m. PDT. Right. Yeah. That's 8 p.m. Uh, CDT, 9 p.m. EDT, friends. So if you are here in the U.S., those are the times. If you're not, do the rest of the figuring yourself because I'm not doing that for you. Um, but you can go. You can be part of the test now. Obviously, there's one way to get into these tests. You have to have an Alpha One key. Whether it was given to you via a giveaway from the team, whether it's from your Kickstarter or pre-order pack, something of that nature. Um, there are a lot of people that have been gathering around. I am funding one, right? I can't gift the key, but I have picked the date. It is this coming Tuesday. So if you listen to the show, whatever, you got to be here. You got to be active on the channel. That's the deal. The goal is to get someone in who doesn't have alpha one access. Now it's a special date because like I said, they also showed their new pre-order packs. The special, um, uh, you know, like sidebar to that is the pre-order pack is, which we're going to show here shortly, um, the, for the August cosmetics, this pre-order pack is, um, actually let me fix that. Cause that's not actually, let's go back a bit. There we go. Let's start from the right place and stop telling me how to live my life. There we go. Okay. <clears throat> so. This pre-order pack, friends, is available currently through September 1st. Now, the special note is that August 13th is the last day for the Adventurer's pre-order pack. That's in the middle of this month, in the middle of these cosmetics. That pack will not be there after August 13th per the team at Intrepid Studios. So if you want in, you're going to need to purchase that now because um, that is, as far as we know currently with our best information the last day to purchase access via a pre-order pack. Now, the servers are going to be coming down a week from today on the 15th of August. When they'll be back up, we don't know. When no NDA testing will be playable and showcaseable, we don't know. Right? They have stated on the last live stream, like we talked about last time, that once the servers come down, they're taking things down for a while because they got them some things they want to rework. We don't know exactly mm -hmm. what those things are. We don't know how long that takes. A lot of people are estimating it'll likely be a few months or something like that, you know, whatever. Um, there's a lot of speculation on, well, does that mean we're going to Alpha 2? 
Alpha 1 and 2 are all just part of the alpha, okay? Alphas generally don't have phases like that. Intrepid's kind of splitting it up because they are testing specific things during these periods. So keep in mind, you want in. It could be a couple months or so until we see something again. What that something's going to be. Is it going to be Alpha 2? Is it going to be still parts of Alpha 1? We don't know. But if you want into testing from Alpha 1 moving forward, pre-order pack is your thing. And keep in mind, when you win a key, that key is for that test period. That doesn't always grant you access beyond those periods unless they deem that appropriate and make that choice to do so. And that's on Intrepid Studios. So that's the big thing. So I guess the question is, um, and like I said, I'm doing the giveaway on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, which is going to be, let me get the actual date for anyone interested, the 10th of August, right? That'll be what that live stream is during our, you know, likely downtime, um, until the final days of testing during this one month period. Um, but we have a lot to talk about here. Um, we've got the cosmetics up. We'll, we'll kind of piggyback on the alpha one conversation here in just a little bit, everybody. But why don't we just jump back on over? We got the cosmetics up there. This, um, as they're calling it, uh, what is it? Seers, Seer of the Black Root or Seers of the Black Root? Mm -hmm. Cosmetic I, pack? Uh, I am Groot. Yep. And Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. You know? Uh, um, what do y'all think of this one? This one's been, I, I got some thoughts, but yeah, no particular. I don't, I don't think a lot of people would share my view, but I'm just going to say this. I think this looks like it has a lot of Viking and uh, Eastern vibes to me. Hmm. The, the, the reason I say Vikings, I mean the, the, the religion that they practice, if you, talk it, uh, if you look at it the historical way, they're very close with nature. And they, they love to symbolize their things with horns, meaning deers and uh, what's it called? Boars and et cetera. And uh, and I think I think it really uh, like is very close to that, hmm. and I like it. Uh, the only reason I say it's Eastern a bit is because of that building. That right. building looks like really really Eastern designed. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but the beast, the beast is hands down like cool. I want one. <laughs> yes, agreed. Yeah, yeah. This is really cool. I really like this i at first i was like it just took me a minute to let it sink in but now that i've had a chance to let it marinate it's nice i really do like the cosmetics i like that it maybe has some like you know renkai kind of yeah. you know type of you know uh what do you call it uh feel to it i mean i just i'd like kind of the just the i don't know it's this little macabre i guess is what i would what I would call it. And I, I do like it. And I totally agree with you, Faisal. It's definitely feels like that kind of like Norse druidy type of yeah. vibe. And I dig that. So yeah, I'm 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 with you there, buddy. Yeah. When I <laughs> oh sorry, go ahead, Faisal. No, oh, I, I was just oh. that was just Faisal. <laughs> that was that was nervous Faisal <laughs> energy, his like bunny laughter, which yeah. Anyway. Oh, so when I first saw this, I thought that the helmet was the pet because of the way I thought those were its legs. And I was like, the pet is a piece of bark that walks forward. <laughs> like I, I just that my visual, my first visual, I was just like, I totally like said that out loud. And uh, people were like, no, that's that's not a foot. 
that's a that's a mask. That's not the pet, um, which is which is funny. And uh, I think it's. I mean, I think the mount is the best part by far. But I, I don't really want to wear this because uh, I feel like I'd have a negative bonus against a fire mage, um, <laughs> and uh, and I don't I don't want that. Right. Uh, I think they're going to be very that's strong. Funny. Yeah, that's my my take on it. No, it looks, it looks good though. It looks really good. Yeah, this one's uh, this one did get like for me. It did have those vibes of that might of the Merc one that we saw the 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 last one which again i i do see where phase is at on this because i see that easter influence on like the building but then like mm-hmm. i see the armor set and i'm like definitely norse vibes kind of kind of a bit there for me you know you've got like the paint too but you know it's interesting because i do think renkai when i see this as well and now i'm kind of going and i've always you know looked at like the philosophy of the renkai work uh, and the philosophy always resonates with like Bushido. Like I always get this Bushido vibe um, whenever I see that, like in style and in like philosophy. Then now I'm also kind of getting a bit of like a Norse vibe a bit, somewhat like I kind of feel it in there a little bit, like not a ton, just I feel hints of it. Um, but overall, when I look at this set, I'm, I'm not going to lie, like it's not very often I see a set and I'm like, because there, look, there are the people out there who buy everything religiously because they have to have it all. I'm not one of those people. I get it if I definitely think like I would wear it. If there's like a character that I would totally like RP walk that shit, you know, or I would be like, you know, if I wanted it for a caravan for certain characters like style, if there's a season I would want to wear it in because it would, you know, like maybe it's like, Maybe I want to wear some of the have some of the frozen stuff on my freehold because it's winter and I want to feel all like, you know, I want the winter vibes. I want to be like rolling around with like fur on and like a sled or something. You know, maybe I want to maybe I want to carry my stuff and things around Vera and a sled and, you know, with a deer or something. I don't know. But overall, this one was just. I mean, super unique. It just feels like. Yeah, like Groot, like the, the trees, like the bark, like the mud, the dirt, the bark, whatever. I think even for the mount, there was even description of like these shamans, which, you know, they talk about these shamans kind of like creating this this creature uh, that they, they sort of like created and brought to life uh, with magic mm-hmm. through like mud and dirt and like, you know, trees and stuff. And you're like, okay, either way. It looks really good. This is actually like probably one of my top sets. If I was going to be honest, like the only thing I'm like hit or miss on is the, the, um, the building cosmetic, but that's just cause that's not really my thing. I'm not into most of like, you know, the Eastern style stuff. And that's just, just my own preference. Right. Like I'm kind of in I'm actually, somewhere between. Yeah. Go on. Uh, go, going to add to that armor. It actually gives a little bit like there's a small twist to it which uh, also is a little bit Eastern. If, if you would like focus on the armor itself, usually oh. in uh, European armor, it's basically like in multiple pieces, but in Asian, like, uh, Asian or Eastern armor, it's more of a one piece set type of look, mm-hmm. uh, which is, is like, it's not something you would instantly see or recognize. So I actually like that twist in it. So I, I, I can see where they got this from, and, and it's really cool. Yeah, and my first take on it was obviously, like, I am group, but you're right, like, uh, talking more about, like, it being made of trees. 
if it was like Vera's version of an int, uh, like Tolkien had his version of what an int would be, and then nice. that mount is very much like uh, mm. a, either yes. just like a, an int from the world of Vera yeah. and the way it might move like a tree. So, yes. Yeah, there's some similarities there as well. Absolutely. I totally see that too. Yeah, this is this one for me is just it's I gotta give it to the team, right? I cosmetic or not. Here's here's the big takeaway, right? Is we see this and it's like, oh, the best stuff in the game. Like, don't forget this stuff is you're gonna see these things as creatures and like things running around the game. They've done this with everything thus far. Everything we have seen, every creature they've created, right? That's been like, I mean, think the cursed charger, right? Those are literally those those cats that you see out there in the world right now that have different variations. Like some look like they're forest chargers, right? They got like moss and stuff on them. You got other ones that are more striped and stuff. You got, so they take these creatures and you see them in the world. They take these outfit styles and you see them in gear. You see them on NPCs and stuff like that. And that's the beautiful thing about all this is they, they create these things, but they're also assets for creatures characters npcs in the world um some of it even i would be willing to wager at this point when we see like the freehold um you know style and stuff like that i would probably be willing to wager that we're going to see a lot of these different uh assets that are cosmetics for freeholds i bet we're going to see those as well at, on like you know spots out in the world like you end up seeing like some witches uh you know little home in the woods somewhere you see like some shaman out in the woods or you find some like we have a quest that takes us to like some Vec who's got like their religious church or whatever out, out somewhere in the mountains or whatever. And it's like this tower and you go and you look at the cosmetics and I would be willing to bet. And I'm, this is just speculation, but I would bet all my cinders and chat that I would be willing to bet you that we see these things, not just on freeholds, but we actually see these as actual locations in the game later for some sort of story mm. or whatever. It, it would just shock me if it didn't happen. So it's such a win-win for them. Like they create these things, players can get them, they get revenue, assets are made for the world, boom. I mean, and they've been doing it along the way, literally. Um, yeah, actually, I didn't think of it until I was just looking at the mount again, but it, it, I'd love to see a very large version of yes. that as like world boss. Uh, mm -hmm. And it reminds me, it finally clicked while you were talking. It reminds me of Gruul from Gruul's Lair in TVC and WoW. Because yes. he's on all fours and he's just so big and you walk into the room. Yeah, that'd be a really great giant model um, as an alternative world boss instead of a dragon. Just like in the forest, in the middle of the forest somewhere. So right. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them played out in all different sizes um, throughout throughout the world. See, and, and Or a gargantuan summoned siege beast. Like yeah. that thing, I can see that a hundred percent as a siege beast, man. Oh Some yeah, for beast. sure. Jeez, mm. dude. Like, forget the rhino, man. Imagine that thing charging at a wall. Holy hell! Elemental summon. Oh, maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah. Who knows, yeah. right? The future is unwritten. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are probably right now listening to this, going, "Damn, what, what, what was, what was going on in the beginning of that show, man? Like, what were they doing? Like." Wait, what 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 did Ten Man look like when he was busting his rhymes? Like how did how did how big did Faisal grin when he was cheesing, right? Like today on the show, because he does like every show, like ear to ear grins and blankies. People, this is another great example, or they're like, Oh, what wait, cosmetics? Like what what are these what are these like cosmetics that are so awesome that they're talking about? And this is why I encourage people to be here live for the show every Sunday, five PM CDT, because 
you just miss out on a layer of the fun if you're not here. But doesn't matter. We love you all the same, right? And with that being said, these cosmetics were lit. I, I hate to say this. I don't really hate to say it. I do hate it for my wallet, but I'm buying every damn thing probably. Maybe not the, the maybe not the freehold one. Maybe. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I might I might do it too. We'll we'll see. But this one was a this one is up there for me because it's just gotta give it to a trepid. Like these creatures are so unique. And I love that uniqueness and the vision that they keep. They just keep they keep paving a way forward for us with and it's beautiful. Um look, um, I see something in chat and the answer is like Someone's like talking about my banners in the back again. You're not on the show. I mean, it could be possible that I happen to have them. So I guess stay tuned for my future PSO streams and see what happens, I guess. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Black group. This is why, this is why I tell you guys not to trust. What do you switches size? Like it's nothing. Hey, it's called alt. (laughs) It's called an alt. Don't get nope, shit twisted. Nope, nope, don't, 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 don't get shit don't twisted. Don't act on me. <laughs> no, my former Emperor Simorg in Elder Scrolls Online is a daggum AD. He's always been an AD. He'll always be an AD. I have never switched sides. Thank you very much. That's for a different character. Thank you very much, Murder Bunny. Right? You could take that conspiracy bullshit somewhere else. Thank you very much. Okay, moving on. Well, hold, hold on real quick. But before we move on. <laughs> okay. Some more. We we forgot yes. to tell everybody that the the podcast was sponsored today. Oh, well, you know, uh, you know, listen, uh, you know, you you can call us sellouts, uh, but you know, you know, you know, some more. trying to pay the bills, and what? and I've got a I've got an ad here what? that uh that I was told that I had to read out and this is bullshit. This is the first time on the show, but what? I was excited to do it. What's going on? My name is Faisal. <laughs> my name is Faisal. You can see here by this picture that's uh, this I've written. I've written my name out. And I used to be an, an Ashes of Creation content creator, but recently, recently, I am now the greatest Raid Shadow Legends player in the world. That's correct, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Faisal, and I am a Raid Shadow Legends player. Oh this stream is sponsored. This YouTube video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Come check me out. That's Faisal108 at twitch.tv. Come drop me a follow and, and watch me play Raid Shadow Legends. Listen, I didn't want to do that, y'all, but um, somebody yeah. Pay the bills. You know, um, the, the truth is yeah. it's not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends, but you all will be happy to know that I did get an offer from them and I denied it. Yeah. But, yes. But, but, but Sim, you have to honor Pacha. What do you Pacha, mean? Man. It's been He's ages. Always been trying to get you into it, man. He has. He, he'll be happy to know that I stayed the course and, and told Raid Shadow Legends, no, thank you. I don't care how much it is. I actually <laughs> like... <laughs> I posted it in an old channel that I used to have in Discord too. I was like, so they asked me and I denied, and it was like a screenshot of me like clicking no, and it was like rejected this offer. And I was like, felt good, man. Yeah, felt yeah. good. Uh, if you're if you're watching this, I'm I'm just kidding. Phase totally one away, yeah. keep the ashes of creation content going. I it just had to do it. I, I had to prep something else for him. He thought <laughs> he thought at the end of the rap that he is he was safe. <laughs> the bunny is never safe. It is never safe. <laughs> Apply burns to burnt area. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. 
Yeah, and I think I'd definitely love to have Pasha back on someday. So I'm gonna go on ahead and let's just let's talk about the Alpha One a bit right now, right? Um, I'm gonna go on ahead and type this in like the patch notes right now. I'm gonna type that in there. You can go check them out if you're here live right now on Ashes HQ. We do keep them cataloged there. Um, the last patch notes were extensive. They were they were very very extensive. Um the largest set of patch notes so that they that i have by far seen like for them during this entire alpha and they hit on so many different things um i really do have to give it to intrepid because they they really have taken all this feedback and look they put in fixes they don't always work man that's the nature of game development that's the nature of testing Sometimes you put in a fix, it's supposed to resolve it. There's this other thing going on. You didn't account for it. You couldn't have known about it. You fix that, you move on, you fix things. But they have really, really, really genuinely made a lot of positive changes over the course of this past month so far. Um, I think as of tomorrow, Alpha One will have been testing since July 9th, right? So on and off since July 9th. And that's almost a month now. And um, they've made pretty extensive changes i definitely noticed uh when i was playing recently that a lot of the, the things it still seems there's some bad actors hackers or whatever um i did get killed a couple times i think day before yesterday uh by hackers too and some other people that were running with me um were also you know unfortunate um casualties of the same scenario i guess that's what happens when you run with me sometimes but um yeah big changes um it seemed like they've fixed a lot of the issues that were there security wise. Obviously some are still there, but um, I guess what are your reflections on any of the changes if you've been playing recently, gentlemen? And aside from that, uh, as we do have this extended testing to, to a week from today, basically we get a couple extra days next weekend. Um, what are you maybe planning on doing with that extra time? If anything, no particular order here, feel free to jump on in. I mean, I, I would love to just kind of, I got a couple of characters to max level one on server where virtue is at and had a lot of great fun with the virtue, uh, virtue folks. I would like just to kind of help people level that are just kind of getting into it or working on alts and do that. I mean, I'm, there's a lot of, work involved in crafting the legendary yeah. stuff and obviously there there's some things going on there with what the bugs their team's trying to fix but i would rather devote my time just kind of working with the community and kind of getting to know people i think mm -hmm. that has been for me one of the most um rewarding experiences about this whole process because it reminded me of times very early in the mmo creation cycle where it was really a lot about yeah. community. I mean, there was definitely, you know, loot and there was, you know, all this feedback that's coming in, but it was about connecting with people. Um, even people like Sim who leave you in the center of a dungeon and run off and pop ultimate defense. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that's why I was practicing my oh. bubble heart skills because I got to get on his level. Um, you might have seen some clips in here that I, you know, I, you know, Alfina put out there. But uh, anyway, on, on that note, <laughs> no, it's been it's been really fun. I mean, I have not laughed or enjoyed an experience in an MMO this much in far, far too long. 
and it's it's definitely a hundred percent due to the passion that the team have and the passion that this community has. Uh, so most definitely, I'm I'm really grateful for that. So I want to pay it forward um, now that we have a few extra days for testing. Yeah, and and in my defense, number one, I did call out run before, and you didn't run. And number two, damn good entertainment. Okay, I I, I escaped. Like, look, it's dangerous. Okay, those mobs were super super heavy hitting. And um, half of our party was had fallen, and there was no other option but retreat. Sometimes you got to live, uh, you know, to live another day or to die another day, or however you want to look at it. And by the way, uh, yeah, I guess moving on. Sorry, I Sam, like Sam, I just watched that clip. You did not say run. You just <laughs> left David in the gutter. What? I don't believe it. I'll have to review this. You left me in the gutter, bro. <laughs> Maybe I just yelled that I was running and expected you. No, no, you said I'm gonna run. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I can't heal GTFO. you. I was a tank. I don't have the secondary cleric augment. I don't know what would happen. I, I can't do anything. I would die with you. And it's that or look. Yeah, I left you. Okay, that's right. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> yep, I left you. There's no winning that. <laughs> Um, it was, but yeah. wasn't a good time. It was a damn good time. It was right? most definitely a good time. Like I said, I haven't laughed that hard in a video game MMO in a long, long time. What's well, worth? So I felt bad. Time. I felt bad. I was like, oh no, I'm leaving him to die, but I don't want to lose my shit in the dungeon. I have to come back through this cluster of mobs again either. So I was like, I was like, I need these resources for stuff later. Crafting. Anyway, continue, friends. No, yeah, I mean, the, certainly the community building uh, aspects of things, and I also spend like a ton of time when I'm on nights and I don't stream. Uh, if I'm like eating dinner, I'll just jump into uh, other streamers' uh, show like shows as well, and seeing so many unique things happening. I was watching multiple streamers yesterday. There's like uh, the new dungeon that's been added, kind of on like the southwest side of the Alpha One Island, mm -hmm. and there's a spider web that's there. And uh, you know, yes. for for what's what's so unique about it is one. I love that the game isn't solved in the sense that obviously it's up one, but like in the sense that the game, if they just keep bringing things out or even hide things from us, they've already talked about hiding lore at launch, yeah. but also just, uh, but just hiding maybe even quest chains from us and even in, through the beta, because you're, you're standing there and you're looking and you're like, I can't get through this spider web. I can't even uh, blink through it as a mage. And in you want to see what's behind it. Multiple uh, streamers yesterday jumped up on one of those like yellow crystals and then like blinked and then waited for cooldown, like 20 blinks worth of cooldowns and actually got inside and uh, saw what was going on in there. And it's not finished. I don't know if the spider web is because it's not finished and they don't want you to go in, but I, what, I, I, what I hope they end up doing is actually making like a hidden quest chain. And then it's like, you have to have community or you want to like discuss in world chat, like we got in, we got through the spider web and this is how we did it. And even just the creativity of starting to think like that we're thinking about how to build quest chains that are very outside the box just to be able to get into certain areas of the game. Uh, watching uh, multiple different streamers doing everything, everything they could, trying to break the game just to get inside, just to see what was back there, uh, which they were eventually able to do, um, which was wild to watch. Uh, and into into the um, to see what was back. There's very few mobs, and it was uh, clearly not not finished. Um, but they were just working on it. So that really, I mean, it's it's certainly like you said, Dalis, like. Um, it's in, it's an R it's an RPG that also happens to be an MMO. 
that's what stands out to me that's so vastly different than many uh, other uh, what people might call competitors uh, because you're like going along and you're reading and you're like wow this is an amazing rpg and then like there's moments where you're like wow i'm so glad all my friends are also here in this rpg let's go on this uh, unique uh, adventure or uh, quest or telling your friends like there's not quest givers yeah. with their with a big icon over their head it's like no 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 like uh, you might have missed so and so go back and talk to them that's how you start this question mm -hmm. and, oh thank you that kind of feeling naturally i think creates the need for communication which creates uh, community so yeah and that's what i've been enjoying the most um just thinking at, like already like theory crafting a lot of like how they've already put that into place in alpha one even though it's not supposed to be a content test I, we already see right. uh, lots of that and like the dragons like certainly for more for people that are level 15 or for people that are much more interested in the like rating uh, or the pve side of things seeing the dragons made more difficult with new like the extra mechanics and yeah. already uh uh, like delving into that but I, I have it actually pulled up here the most important and the last thing i'll say is that the terra bird was added and uh, there's a lot of other things that happen hundreds of things you could write but uh, this is a bird uh, which is also very terrifying uh, therefore it is a terror bird and it includes feathers because it's a bird it's really important um, <laughs> that you know when you're looking at the, the patch notes nothing else stands out to me as more important than that though right so, Right, sure I that reiterated this, that. Right, I, I I feel like this. Yeah. Uh, are these the words of the great Stephen Sharif that I feel like I'm hearing? I actually laughed out loud when I I was reading right. all the passages out live, and I was I couldn't <laughs> believe that they put that in there. It's that little kind of stuff, though. You know, it's it, yeah, that was that was so much fun to read. Yeah, yeah, man. You know that spot that you were talking about too. My my guildmates, because we we actually were exploring that. I think on a I think it was like two days ago. I was, I was live or whatever. And we were like running around and uh, two of my guildmates, uh, Ben's and Basin, I believe, were the two that uh, had the Mistmeyer node, right? Because it's in the domain of the Mistmeyer node in Alpha 1. And mm -hmm. I guess that when the, I think that uh, one of the team, the GMs or whatever, had actually like leveled it up previously in another day or another test or whatever. I think they actually uncovered some sort of like dialogue about a quest or something that actually takes you to kill the boss that's actually in there before that doorway. But yeah, we went down there, we saw that and it was like blocked off by like the, you know, the, uh, the, um, the web, the cobweb. And I looked in there and I was like, sure, sure as anything, it is the exact layout of the Dunier dungeon they previewed in alpha zero. So it's actually that dungeon from that early alpha zero footage they did on showed us on the live stream in a different location. If I remember correctly, it was much closer to the Winstead node back then. There was a teleporter to get in there. And if you go there now, it's like, you know, it's like the northwest part of that southern island in the Mismire yep. area. And um, yeah, I was like, oh, man, I, I so wanted to go through that. And there's still a few places that they, you know, they did. They added some creatures, too. There was like these that uh, starts with a B and I forget the name that they have like these little legs and they basically look like vine yeah. plants with bulbs on them with petals and mm -hmm. stuff. And they're like walking around by the, the Northern, the fairy guy on the Southern Island there. Uh, and I was like, yo, they have added, I haven't seen the terror bridge yet, but man, I actually haven't either. You haven't either. Um, either. But yeah. And I love that too. I mean, we've already have theory crafted a lot about like divine nodes reaching certain stages, mm -hmm. which begin crush chains, which lead to dungeons. You yeah. can't necessarily, or haven't been able to yet. And there's this sense of like, it's just there, but you can't get in that. I don't know if that, maybe it's just me. I don't want to speak for everybody, but that just makes me want to play the game so much. Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
I love that everything is not just handed to me. Yes. I love that I'm like, oh, I, does anybody on the server know how to get in there? And it turns out like we only find out because a different server levels that mm. node to a certain level and then you can get in and they're yes. like, and that will also naturally as, as the node systems and is interweaved into all the other parts of the game, mm -hmm. it will be like, no, 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 I wanna get in that, I wanna get in that dungeon so bad that even though I don't usually do a lot of PVP, I, I don't wanna be a vassal of this uh, node anymore. I wanna open up this dungeon and that will entice you to enter into more PVP. So yeah, I'm really excited and I hope I see tons of doors that just um, can't be uh, opened. The best and earliest example I have of this is Upper Blackrock Spire in classic World of Warcraft. Mm, right. If you walk in and you look and you're just like, oh, I guess that's not in the game yet. Or I don't know what people's, I don't know what people's first thoughts were, right. but it's like, it's not in the game yet. And uh, I'd have no idea. And then just like slowly discovering and then gathering three pieces of the key and then unlocking and being like, hey guys, uh, the door is open now. And like that first experience of, of going through that, I would love to see dozens of examples like that in ashes absolutely yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's some of my favorite stuff yeah what about you basil you have any other plans for like testing i'm most probably like going to commence testing as normal at the very beginning but when it comes to the last few uh actually the last day i'm going to make a celebratory uh killing of dragons day and kill all the dragons then I'm going to go to the center of town as the last minutes or the last hours of the server coming down. And we'll be trying to sing, um, if you guys know the song, uh, The Last Goodbye from The Hobbit. Okay. As, as, as Alpha One goes down. Okay. I'm not the. It's funny to be a bard. I love it. You're a, you're, a, you're a funny bard now. Hey, you're my biggest inspiration too, man. <laughs> yes, I, love it. I, uh, I think I, I'm gonna have something planned around this. Can't confirm or deny exactly what that'll be, but uh, I'm pretty sure the community will help me make this come to fruition. But I'll wait until after that happens. So mm. beautiful things. Yes, it'll be engraved in the memories of all uh, of the you know fellow bunny folk in the world that praise your endeavors as the. Uh, the great, <laughs> the great bunny, murder bunny hobo. What? Uh, so anyway, I am going to probably try to do as much crafting as I can. Um, there's the, there are some very, very amazing items that are available that can be crafted currently. And it doesn't seem to be bugged at the moment. And I definitely want to actually, um, try to craft some of those things. Um, I've had some great, uh, friends here in the community who've actually, um, you know, given me some materials, hashtag streamer privilege, um, and actually given me, you know, a little bit of resources to help me with that. I do have a lot to go farm though. Um, and I, it does look like it's gonna be a little bit expensive to try to craft it, but I, I think I've got enough resources. Um, I might try to see if I can't manage to make something maybe today. And if not, then hopefully early next testing period, because I'd, I'd really like to, I've already got the Epic gear armor, um, from the end of the main story quest on my tank. Uh, I just need to try to see if I can't get a really nice weapon. I'd really like to, to actually craft a really good weapon and just kind of, you know, have done that and achieve that. Um, a lot of us already went and killed some dragons and things like that. Definitely plan on doing that. I do want to get into some of the castle siege in a little bit, even though I do know that the, you know, the population around that's kind of, kind of slim right now, but there are people doing it. Um, so I think those are my goals. I think right now specifically though, um, uh, you know, and, and later tonight or whatever, I think I'm going to try to do much. See, if I see how much, how much I can get done or how close I get to crafting a really good weapon. Um, 
But, um, you know, today's episode, good enough, man. Um, there's been some talk about this by people that have passed by and had, had things to share about the game itself. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, we've had big changes to the most re recent patch of this past week. Um, yes, some hackers are still there. Yes, there are some bad actors still there. Um, we talked about some of our goals. How about... Do you, it's a super subjective question, right? But do you think that Alpha 1 so far has been good enough? Why or why not? Completely opinion. Good, good enough for 4? That's a great question. I'm letting you take that and go whatever direction you want to go with it. Uh, do, yeah, I'll answer. Yeah, I'll answer uh, yes. Uh, seeing major content creators come in for Alpha 1 and actually, uh, a re real shout out to Asmongold for being very articulate and clear yeah. about how early Steven was letting uh, yeah. him and, and Twitch and everybody into uh, the testing process mm -hmm. and seeing what was overwhelmingly positive feedback. So many people just wanted to see behind the curtain and they were like, oh, they've put real time and effort and money into this game. This, you know, uh, this is not this is not a scam. There's a there's like a there's certainly the morale is really low in the MMO genre and has been honestly for quite a while. And there's this mm. feeling of is everything a scam? Are we ever going to even get a chance at another MMO again? And again, I'm cautiously optimistic. I always say that always, yeah. um, because it's, it is a long process and we still have a long process ahead of us, a long adventure to get to launch. But uh, seeing seeing like that response and overwhelmingly like the, certainly from Asmongold. And I liked that other MMO players were like, it's not telling me what to do next. What am I supposed to do? I actually, I actually like love that. Uh, they, because there wasn't these markers over their head. Steven is really, I feel like going out of his way on purpose to create uh, what like you need to, like you have to just go up and just ask people questions. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, they're gonna give me a quest. That's so cool. I didn't necessarily expect that person to give me right. a quest. You have to read the quest text and which, answering like one or two or like, am I, I'm going to wait a second and let you finish. Okay. Now I can talk to you and all these different interactions, not just different types of quests, but different chat, different ways of chatting with NPCs already and choices. Um, that first quest giver, uh, that's like after the animated armor, that's like, I'll you know, like five choices and it makes you feel like you could choose all of them, but you don't have to, like, what do you want to do in the world of Vera from the very beginning? There's so much of that. So overall, especially because it wasn't supposed to be a content test and they had made they had, you know really been specific about that and we're only at level 15 and it's you know we never even got to uh like ranger which i know a lot of people were super excited about and uh maybe maybe we will but even if we don't like i that's not the biggest thing to me like that's never been that's never been what this is about that alpha 2 is really everything and and and, and everything else will will need to be there and that's why it could be many months until mm -hmm. we get to that place uh, but I think for what Alpha One was, for how early it is, and for it not being a content test, like adding in all these patch notes, like adding extra mechanics for the dragons, I was surprised. I was excited, but I was just like, wow, like there, there's so many little uh, nuances going on across the board. And obviously, uh, you know, the options like with uh, with your phys like physically your physical attack, whether you're moving forward or choosing to be. Are you choosing to be still and how we go through that and being able to test back and forth, giving so many options? Um, I thought overall it was an incredibly success, successful alpha one. Yeah.
Yeah, absolutely. I, I do too, but gentlemen, any, any more, I definitely want more feedback on this in terms of, you know. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with 10 man. I mean, for what it was intended to be, um, it, it succeeded. I mean, yes, there were bugs. That's an alpha test, right? Yeah. This is a technical test. It wasn't a content test, but you can tell they put a lot of work into giving you a vertical slice of what the game can be. Um, and, and I thought they did a great job. I mean, I actually got a lot of friends that had not heard a ton or hadn't heard at all about Ashes of Creation seriously starting to follow the game, just showing them five, ten minutes of what I was doing, where I was going, the skills, you know, that I had as like different classes, cleric or mage or what have you. And, you know, the amount of attention to detail to the mounts, um, the variety of environment and mounts and creatures and so on. And it's just it's just a never ending like you know, wow moment whenever I'm playing. Like even today, I would just, you know, run around and just enjoy the work the team has done. And that was a great experience for me. Uh, so I would say, yeah, from my opinion, I, I think it was good enough. I think it was actually, it met if not exceeded my expectations for the testing. So uh, I think they did a great job. I'm going. I'm going to start with a general consensus of of the perception of what I think the people saw it as, and I think most of the people saw it as uh, as a positive. Like they they enjoyed what they saw in the game. Uh, they liked that it's. Uh, they were amazed by the environment and the mechanics that were in, even though that a lot of people did not uh, like the combat, but they understood that they weren't focused which is a really great plus. I like how the big streamers, as uh, Tim Mann has suggested, that uh, Asmongold um, made uh, his people understand that this is an alpha and all of what they see is not a complete version of the game. All, everything can change, everything can flip. He's not the only streamer that streamed that situation. There's multiple, and they all, at least, Mostly all. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure because I didn't watch every streamer. Um, most of them s said the same message to their people, which I really enjoyed a lot. Um, I had I had two fears before this game. Uh, this alpha launches was basically two big bugs in in the game. If they would launch, um it, it was gonna it's not going to be a catastrophe but it's not going to have a really nice image as clean as the alpha released so when i when i jumped in it gave me a sigh of relief because i knew at least now people can look at the alpha what it is and they're going to enjoy it without any hectic bugs uh, in in the way um when it came to content i i enjoyed what they had they had a different type of quest for every everything um what i mean by that like gathering quests slaying dragon raids dungeons uh what's it called grouping from small parties to kill a certain objectives that uh, those were really nice um 
So the general consensus, as I see, is 70% positive and 30% negative because some people were just like, they didn't want to understand that it's an alpha <laughs> and it could change. And I'm like, not like this. <laughs> so, um, but I, yeah. So actually, uh, you know, one question, did anybody, have any of you actually crafted any of those really epic weapons yet by chance? I have not. No? I have not, yeah. I've definitely been, like, helping, like, friends in the game, like, get materials for it, but I haven't. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to piggyback off that. And also, the comment chat I want to kind of re reflect on a bit here. Um, as stated, per the team, this is a technical alpha, not a content test. This is to test technical systems. Mm -hmm. So from that perspective, um, I mean, based on that lengthy patch notes that we had recently, I mean, it seems pretty clear that there's a lot of, that's a lot of what's been going on, right? I mean, a lot of it mm -hmm. was about, you know, if you read it, it was like talking about, you know, quests and, you know, uh, creatures and, and, you know, combat and skills and things like that. But I mean, it's all the technical side. All, all of that stuff was technical side stuff. When you really looked at it, it seemed to relate to content and it, Kind of does, but the content, it's placeholder content. It's not true content of what to expect with the game. Even when we look at like the the node system development, you're only getting the scientific nodes. You're only getting to level three, which by the way, that was in uh, Alpha Zero as well. The difference is the scale of what features are available within that actual level three of node or whatever versus what there was previously. But again, that goes back to systems. So when I look at it, I do reflect on, okay, technical alpha, they're, they're testing things like server performance, stability, AI, all these other metrics that they're probably gauging that we don't even know about. And, you know, I did see something in there in chat about, you know, PVP, it's a PVP game, but PVP is disabled most of the time. I'm like, well, they did flip it on. You can have PVP and sieges. Granted, sieges aren't that big. We talked about that last time and I kind of gave my thoughts on that. Yeah. So I'm not going to rehash it. Um, I, then again, I also look at it this way, right? If PvP was on all the time, I mean, they're here to test the systems, right? Like, so I, I, I can understand that perspective of not seeing PvP on the all the, all the time, but I think that you'd have even less people playing if you just had people running out griefing and they were having to police griefers up the whole time, because you will have that. Um, so I, I do see why it probably has not been toggled on the majority of it. I think they probably want people more focused and have as many people as they can testing as many things as they can, many layers as they can, the amount of time that's available. And to be, to be fair, from my perspective, that's not one that really needs that much testing based on my experience with it so far. It's just flagging. That's, that's not like foundational to like server performance and stability and things like that. So I get why mm. that's not something super focused at the moment. What, what Faisal, what do you guys I, 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 I didn't want to like cut off that chain of thought, yeah, but like, I need to, I need to point out one thing mm. that, when we were testing the alpha, we had three weeks of server performance and yeah. AI checks and stuff like that. True. But now in this week, yes, they've added all those content. So we cannot say it's just this anymore, sure. which is the server performance and right. stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I because also they added in the, in the combat yes. and they're try, trying to start to test right. that. And, well. and I do still think that to be fair, I do think that considering the castle sieges are a very big PVP centric component, I do think 
in my opinion, it's going to be a missed opportunity if in this last week, they don't just really try to like make a push to get as many people in on that as possible. Um, I think specifically for all of the things that you could test out in that, uh, the castle siege, you know, environment, because there's a lot to that aside from just PVP itself to test. Like there's, you know, the gates, the ballistas, the trebuchets, like, you know, uh, people clustered into one area because we really haven't seen much of that yeah. in a while. And I actually I mean, hope it'll last in the last week. Yeah. I, I hope so. Like the, the new world beta was, had some overlap. We certainly mm. know there's a lot of people with alpha one that either haven't played very much or saw that either have or haven't logged in because they were doing other things. And before it ends, I'd also really love to see uh, a toggle option when you first log in to make a level one, a level yeah. 12 or a level 15 character. Uh, especially for people who either have bought the alpha one during this process mm. or haven't jumped in yet because right now there's a feeling like oh it's ending on august 15th i don't want to grind all those levels just to lose them and I, and they can control that right like if they want to do yeah. those huge capital sieges i'd love to even invite like all like if steven reached out to asmogol like i'll hook you up with level 15 character you want to come back and try some castle sieges because we know he didn't get that far especially when their requests bugged in week one, that so many of which have been fixed, that now it's even easier to, to level, but there is still some grinding uh, to get to 15. Uh, I, I certainly think uh, uh, that I would, I, I doubt this will happen, but I would love to see uh, default level 15 characters so that anyone uh, doesn't that hasn't gotten there yet has a chance to try those castle sieges. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do think that could bring back a lot of people at the very end without having to worry about the grinding part of it, just to test castle right. sieges. Yeah, um, that, that's certainly something that, that they could do to help get those numbers really high at the end mm -hmm. um, and maybe even create um, uh, just a really great natural example of like where it's like, hey, we're doing these where like bigger streamers can come do. Hey, we're just going to go do Castle Siege just for two hours right before the servers go down. Yeah, this is the end of one and make it an event similar to the July 9th being that huge event that it mm -hmm. was. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. I agree. Yeah. I definitely want to, I mean, I, I think it would be, I, I do think it would be a bit of a missed opportunity if they didn't like just get as many people in there as possible for one, one last hoorah, just to gather some data on that. Cause oh yeah. Yeah. But anyway, aside from that, um, uh, those are some of the feedback I have there. Like overall, have you, have you gotten some like, you know, community feedback that you feel like we haven't talked about here that you think's worth sharing? No, oh. I mean, we, oh, okay. go ahead. Go ahead, Dios. Uh, well, yeah, I would just say, I mean, I, I nothing dissimilar from what we've been talking about. I think there are people actually that heard about the game, um, you know, literally right before the testing period started and jumped in and like are eating it up and love it. And regardless of like how much time is left or spending that time really trying to experience all the you know all the the testing that they can do and i think that's great um so yeah i would just say i mean it's definitely provided a lot of like new energy and new blood into the community which i think is also good uh, you definitely have the folks that say the course but it's always good to get new people and new perspectives coming in yeah um i mean uh sorry some no go on go on dude um what's it called i just wanted to say that i think a lot of people like when it comes to feedback i haven't really given a lot of feedback about on siege right like 
Well, when it comes to an experience standpoint, because like if you take it from an objective standpoint from attackers and defenders, there's dragons and there's points of interest. There's some things that I don't clearly understand that I know that everything is placeholder. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that if, if I take a point of interest, um, I would get attack buffs, defense buffs, and spawn uh, a resurrection buff. And uh, I get the spawn resurrection buff, but, but why are you giving me attack and defense buffs? Why is that a thing? It's just a point of interest. It's, yeah, I mean, like, it just makes it really hard if one takes one point to not become one-sided. And it's, and, and, and dragons as well, currently, um, there's an expo, exploit in, in the, what's it called, in the siege mode, that if you go kill the red dragon, it drops the loot, and you're able to go to a certain point in the game and and go back to the red dragon and you're able to get loot from it again i'm not talking oh, no. about oh shards no i'm talking about weapons and armor oh no yeah hopefully enough people have been uh, like recording that you know like that's important uh i've been <laughs> yeah those are the types of things uh, you want to report and not just take advantage of like this is kind of to everybody out there because these are the things i need to know about yeah definitely like even even dragons like i i love how they put the dragons in they're really cool but from a lore standpoint or a mechanic standpoint it doesn't really make a lot of sense maybe one dragon maybe sure but three is a little bit too much for us and i'm not trying to go like uh no, siege is not a good siege or stuff stuff like that. No, it's it's a great it, they're great mechanics and I can see where you can implement them. It's just that it's a little bit everywhere so far. And uh a lot of it is placement, I know that, and they're most probably working on it. So yeah. But that does bring me back to a point of the one of the latter questions I actually wanted to kind of present here with we when we talk about how much time is left in testing. Um, we, we've mm-hmm. kind of hit on this a bit, but I mean, you know, overall, um, I, I do want to hit on two things. One is that uh, I think I'll hit on this before I add on the other one, which is uh, main points of concern we might have or elements that we think, you know, could could really be focused on being addressed in these last, you know, essentially this last week of testing. Now it's going to happen. I think Faisal's hit on some of that a bit. Uh, but gentlemen, any other ideas around that? And then I got one more uh, one more one more topic to hit on here before we kind of wind yeah. this one down. And I, yes, for sure. Um, I'm always about player agency. I, I love I love having lots of options. And something I thought was really well done was not just changing the combat, but having the toggle button for each. Yeah. And I, I really like what you said, Basil, because I it's I don't want to necessarily it's so early. I don't want to make a choice now, but I certainly want to mm-hmm. test lots of different options. I would love to see a one dragon siege, a zero dragon siege, just and like and then just have footage of it have a dis i think like every single time we do something different we would get we get it's just testing we'd be all as a community be like how did that feel like did that is that is that something that as a community that that excites us uh whatever that may be and there's just like with uh that they've been iterating on combat Mm. uh, we could see that across quests across uh different mechanics the dragons can have uh, how often the dragon like Making the dragons like spawn all the time. I always thought like I think they started at six hours, right? Originally, it was, it was pretty it was, extensive, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. And I, I thought the first thing I thought was, oh, I would have just made it five minutes because it doesn't matter what they drop in an alpha one. Everything's getting white. Yeah. For me, it was just like test it as much as possible uh, because that's it's not content. We're supposed to be testing like the actual like mm-hmm. that you don't fall through the world in the middle of a mechanic or something. Right. That yeah. is the core of what we we're doing. So, yeah, I, I really like that, Basil, uh, seeing castle sieges. Uh, in, in tons of different iterations as we go into alpha two, seeing like the speed that the caravan travels at three different speeds, right? Like because why, you know, just to see it if they yeah. can. And, uh, and I need to correct myself a little bit uh, by an exploit. I mean, a bug uh, in the, in the red dragon in the center. Like if you kill it, it has a timer. It, it's not right. that it doesn't, but yeah. if you take all the players, let's say, to the Ice Dragon very far left of the map, all of you over there, it resets back into place. Okay. For some really weird reason. Got it. That's interesting. Man, that's nuts, dude. Um, Yeah, what about you, Daedalus? Any, any other thoughts on that? No, I mean, I think you guys all captured it pretty well. Um, I think, you know, Ten Man had a great idea, um, and you as well around trying to push people to sieges and trying to incentivize people to sieges, and also just trying to get people to test some of those bigger things that people congregate at um, more, like more uh, frequently. I think that would be great um, to do, just to really help them stress the servers, because um, that has been, you know, challenging as some of the hype kind of winds down and people realize, hey, this is a test. I'm not just going in and playing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you all captured it pretty well, but those would be my takeaways. And and I do hope that um, as I do future testing, keep that in mind, uh, you know, because content is important to a point in a test, but really, um, you know, if things are all getting wiped, let's just really get in there and get as much data as we can. Yeah. Absolutely. And we just got raided by Shirkus, who's also been on the show. Really awesome, homie. Got to get him back on here in the near future because uh, he had some really great perspectives. I'm really looking forward to actually hitting up different people that have actually been on, like that were on kind of as we were leading into Alpha or during Alpha, and then like kind of catching them after to kind of get an idea of like, all right, what was my reflection to kind of share with the greater ashes fam um yeah yeah know, sure. on, circus was on episode 127 he's like oh, man. <laughs> wow wait that was like 10 episodes ago was at that this actually point that long wow at, at this point sim we're gonna give tin man a title right <laughs> keeper of, keeper of the scrolls the pathfinder yeah, exactly right <laughs> he's like the pathfinder's lore master man holy hell it's amazing <laughs> dude right. he's crazy I, it out, I was like i could find that right now i didn't have it memorized but I, as a historian and a bard it was my job, <laughs> was your job. <laughs> i must know the must know the history so i can sing yeah. the tales of those before me yeah um here let's talk about the combat man we talked about this last week and i want to hit on this um, so the team during the last live stream had discussion on, uh, we're going to change it. Like, like 10 minutes talking about, we're going to make it to where you can hit like the comma, you can toggle between, um, you know, the essentially like the root versus non root sort of like, uh, style of animations and motion for, uh, the, the action combat side of the weapon swings, etc. Um, I, I played with that a lot. Um, I will just say the long and short of it is I'm a big proponent of the new change. 
it feels much more fluid. Um, I also have had people reflect though that they feel like they liked elements of the way it was in the other version, you know, that they kind of allowed us to kind of like swap between. So there's the two versions. There's the one that we've had in alpha one so far. And then there's the one we have that they, you can now kind of toggle between to try out the, the non-rooted sort of style. Uh, overall, I think that people are kind of like, they're either on, they really like the root motion because of the consequence elements, which is some stuff I've gotten there. They really like the current one, which is non-root, which is a lot more fluidity to it, which is kind of where I land on, on the side of the camp, so to speak. And then there's people are also talking about like, well, we want something a little bit more in between uh, there. I don't know. What do you all think uh, based on either your experience or testing or, or just what you've heard so far from other community members who have? Yeah. So the first thing I'd say is that I come from like, you know, a musical theater creative background. So I don't know the tech side of things, right. which anybody that knows me uh, knows that. But I would have assumed that you would have had to make a build where you had one or the other. And the fact that they there's like, you'll have both in a toggle. In the first, the first thing I thought, I was like, wow, that's great for testing. Wait, why can't we have both in the game? Now, I'm sure somebody technically will uh, be able to explain how hard that would be to make both. And this is just a theory craft on this, just a discussion. I'd love to know what you all think. But something I've thought about all week is there seems to be people that get like, I'm all in on wanting to feel the weight as I move forward. And even though I agree with you, I don't want to do that. I want more player agency. I want more control over my character. If they want it and it doesn't affect the game, and again, I could be wrong, uh, but if it doesn't affect the game or they can have both at the same time, like, could we let them have that? Uh, and in, in, in PvP, I think it would make them weaker. Uh, I don't think that would make them, it'd be easier to just be like, oh, I know where you're going to go and I'm going to move around you and I'm going to be able to, you know, utilize something. But uh, I'd love to hear what y'all think about that because... That could that that idea now could be played out into other areas of the game where we have pros and cons people that are you know diehard on one side or the other. So yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I'm more of a, yeah, I'm more of a middle ground person in terms of because I did try that and definitely the kind of the root motion feels like it's almost like too drastic in terms of the movement. Um, and I think we talked about that last time too, but just being able to kind of test it on a few different types of weapons, um, it was, you know, I did kind of feel, okay, this can be tweaked and can be like, you know, a, a better option than it is now. And then as far as like the, the non-root motion, uh, my only gripe with it is it just didn't feel as weighty. And maybe there's a good middle ground here, as, as Ten Man had mentioned, um, to be able to uh, balance the amount of damage you're doing versus the mobility factor. That would be where I would go with this. Um, and, and not necessarily have it be a toggle per se, but have it be maybe how you augment your skills or how you you know, set up your skills ultimately when we kind of get to that point that's more action versus tab. Um, that would that would make me feel like there's some level of customization there. And again, not being kind of fully into the development time that it would require to do that. Don't know how realistic that is, but definitely felt like we're at a point at, I wasn't maybe really on one side or the other, like totally, I was kind of in the middle and wanting them just to fine tune what they 
had on both sides and maybe come up with something a little more hybrid that would still help those that feel like, hey, I need a little more control over my character versus others that are like, oh, I'm all about the weight, the weight of the swings. Yeah. I want to be able to, you know, kind of have that feel like I've got a big axe. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to be like flailing it around like it's a wooden stick. I mean, I want to really know when I commit to a, an axe swing, it's going to happen and it's going to do some damage if I time it just right. So you, yeah, you want to see more iteration instead of just having A or B now, you know, is there a way to create weight where we maybe move barely forward or create some sense of it, but not nearly as much as we were right when we were flying. Yeah, Cause it's significant. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And if you, if you can move like a little bit forward, just a slight tiny, like half or quarter step, and you could always, you know, you didn't feel locked into a large animation. Yeah, you're right. They could continue to iterate on more of a middle ground, for sure. Yeah, I did notice with the, uh, I mean, I did notice too with like the uh, weapon swing specifically, because this is the this is the area where I really focus a little bit more on the, you know, the the animations and everything and the movement and mobility and all that. But the, um, I noticed that the like with the weapon, like a sword swing, for example, there's like this overhead sort of like, you know, swing down sort of jumping attack that you get. And like, I noticed that that's there um, in both the, you know, rooted versus non-rooted or whatever. But I noticed with the non-rooted that if you're moving, you don't see that animation. But if you're actually standing still, you still see it. There's no like movement forward. But I kind of, um, yeah, I kind of wonder if they could find some sort of a middle ground there where, you know, maybe if you're moving, you don't get that movement forward. Uh, you know, or like lunging and stuff like that. But if you are in place, maybe you get a little bit more of like a more subtle sort of like movement that gives you a little bit more of like that weightedness to it. Um, in my mind, just based on like, you know, what you all are talking about, what Chad had been kind of like sharing with me when they watched or what they're sharing now. Um, some of the things I'm actually reading in chat right now are some things that people had been sharing previously as well. Um, I think this is a really, a really good time for as much feedback as whether or not you know, we did test it ourselves and have our own kind of like, quote unquote, feel for what it feels like in the game versus maybe you're just someone who's been viewing, watching your friends, watching a streamer, watching a video. Um, hell, maybe you just watched their development live stream and now is the first time you're hearing us yap about it here. But if you see those things, then I guess the question is, what is your take on it? Does it seem more weighted to you? Is it something that just doesn't look right? Because some things people have been saying consistently around the combat and as well as like the player is like when you look at the world and again, I don't really feel this way, but there's something that's causing some people and it's very enigmatic for me because it doesn't seem like they're reflecting and sharing reporting the same reason or rationale for why they have this perspective. But the perspective is that it seems like the character feels out of place in the world, right? And when they're engaged in combat, maybe it doesn't feel like they're, they really feel like they're in, you know, in that combat scenario in the world. So I keep hearing this, like in the world, really feeling like you're a part of that combat. And I don't know what it is that's causing people to feel that way or to have that reflection because I, I don't feel that way. I actually do feel like my character feels in place in the world that it doesn't feel too big. It's a, you know, that I do feel like size wise, it's good. Is it have to do with shadows? Is it something to do with like the footing? I don't know, 
what it is that's causing people to feel that way. Is it just because of the way that the character is interacting as a whole with the environment? Um, what is it? And that's something I'm, I'm hoping that like we can sort of figure out what that thing is because there's some common denominator that not we aren't really getting everyone saying the same thing about in regard to like this is why it doesn't feel like it, it feels out of place somehow in the world. I'm really trying to figure out what that is because I don't feel that way, but there's definitely a number of people who do, and it seems like even they can't quite place what it is. So I don't know if that's something you all have even heard about or kind of gotten yeah. reflections on. I, I've heard other people talk about that it, in throughout most of the alpha one, you know how you'd like walk up to certain herbs and they'd be like way up in the sky yeah. and you like get them. <laughs> they, they fixed a lot of that throughout right. the first alpha one, but um, it could be related to like where you are standing on the ground in the server. Cause you've seen multiple, like mm -hmm. the herbs is a great example of like, the, the code is not aware that it's slightly above where the ground is supposed to be. So maybe some people are experiencing where they feel almost like uh, they're hovering one inch off the ground. That would be the way that's been described. Wait, to me. wait, that wait, wait. Feeling. Tim, like that, that. that's 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 completely normal. That is for the privileged of the royalty that have griffins, okay? <laughs> They just have to ascend from the ground and pick right. those herbs. It hasn't, I, I haven't felt it, but I can see where like, if maybe instead of it's the weight of moving forward, you just also feel like you're closer to the earth or when you barely take like a half step forward, like, like dust comes up near your foot or something like slightly, those kind of things might help people feel like they're connected to the world. Cause I have heard that uh, some people saying the same thing. Like, and it seems like they're speaking like in a physical way, mm -hmm. disconnected, maybe even if just uh, subconsciously where they don't realize they're like thinking about it physically mm -hmm. um, all around. And I've seen that. I mean, I've also seen NPCs that are like, <laughs> like four or six uh, feet right. or just some amount of like a human length above the ground. And you like have to jump. I don't know if you've had to do this yet. I've had to jump to yes. an NPC and me right yeah. at the top to begin communication with them. So uh, maybe certain individuals, like you said, I haven't been experiencing it, but whether it be where you are in the world or where you're connecting to a server or which server you're on or what your ping is, maybe they're experiencing some of that like lift uh, physically off the ground. That would make sense too, because like that, I feel like maybe that is, maybe that's it. Maybe that is the common denominator, whatever's going on there in the code, because you know, there's like these patches of like grass or like these squares that are like, not really on the terrain, but they're like above it mm -hmm. or they connect to it and then they go out and you can walk on it and you can go underneath yeah. and walk on the terrain there. And so I've seen that. And then it's like the herbs, maybe the trees, maybe the NPCs, maybe yeah. it's something to do with like the footing of the, the actual character. And yeah, I think, I think too, I saw super was talking about in chat. Like it seems like maybe it's, you know, might be combat sometimes, but maybe it is really just more environmental and like, you know, maybe it does tie into that foundational, uh, server side stuff that they're working on too. I don't know, but yeah, that's something I, you know, I would like to get more feedback on from everyone who's like watching, listening later, feedback on this stuff, feedback on like your perception, watching streams, the combat, like this is a time to really share a lot of this information. Even what Faisal was talking about, he's talking about like sieges and talk about like, what can make it better? Like all of these things, like share that input, like go to the forums, share it with the devs, mm -hmm. right? Share it in a bug report if you're playing, like share it with the creator, share it with your friends in the community, like have those conversations uh, because having those conversations 
you know, it doesn't matter where you're having them, just share them. Because if you're sharing those thoughts, the devs watch, man. Margaret goes and checks a lot of content. The devs do watch this podcast. They do watch other podcasts. They watch other uh, video content. They they listen to it. They watch live streams. So if you're talking about it and you're having these conversations somewhere, uh, you're sharing with them directly, they'll get the information and they will take it into consideration. They will take into account. They'll look at it. Um, so it's a really important time to share as much as you can about what you're seeing, what works, what you don't think works. Um, it's, and in combat, this is one of many iterations we're gonna see. Um, so keeping that in mind and going, yo, this is a time to share, 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 share. Um, it's a great time for that. Um, and they're gonna be taking the server down for like what, two to three months or something coming up for X amount of time, question mark. Um, this gives them things to, to work on, to focus on, to, to do iterating upon so that they can go, okay, so let's bring people in and try to test some of these things that maybe we've talked about. Um, but yeah, anyway, with that being said, we've definitely hit on, I think pretty much everything I wanted to try to hit on today. Um, you know, what is the alpha one good enough? I mean, we, you've got our perspectives on it now, now share yours, you know, why or why not? You know, what would make it better? Um, if it is hitting a bar, you know, hitting a marker, you know, you're happy with it, like share that too, because obviously the team loves to hear, you know, the positive criticisms the constructive criticisms, and just sometimes just what you love because they love what they're doing. They love the game. They work hard on it. And, um, you know, they like to get all that feedback. But I think a lot of times we find ourselves being critical and talking about the things we want to fix, what we want to do. Sometimes it's good to kind of also, you're not white knighting if you're going, yo, I saw this. It was engaging in this. This was amazing. This was really good. This is something that I really love about the game. Um, I think those are just as, if not probably more important. Um, so in a lot of ways, because you're telling them sometimes we love this, but also if it's something they've worked on and fixed that, that they're, you know, doing it right by us as the players, when we talk about what we enjoy. Um, and so with that being said, gentlemen, are there any things you want to kind of hit on before we wind this thing down? Anything you think of? Well, no, I just, I just want to say again, like as a fan and as uh, just, just thank you for so much for inviting me. It truly was an honor and, uh, and for the whole community again, like it just, uh, it's a very welcoming place and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, meeting and working with more content creators and just oh, yeah. seeing the game grow and getting to meet, uh, you know, different people that are interested in doing this and being a part of uh, this journey for the next, you know, one mm -hmm. plus two plus years until this game comes out. Yes. So thanks again. y'all. Seriously. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a pleasure having you on, man. Daedalus yeah. Faisal. Faisal, you're looking a little cozy. You, you're looking like a little bit of smiles. You got anything? I'm about to pass out some. <laughs> oh, that's that's cozy. Cozy Bunny um, got it. Got it. Z's incoming. Okay, Daedalus, shout out your domains where people oh. can find you when you're not on the show, homie. All right. You can find me on Twitter at The Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash The Ashen Herald. And Faisal. You guys can find me on Twitch as Faisal108 and on Twitter as Bagel108. And yeah. 10 Man. Yeah, yeah, on Twitch and on YouTube. Uh, it's 10 Man, T-E-N-N-M-A-N. So thank you all again. Yeah. Yeah, much love, man. Really appreciate all the just really amazing praise and like positive vibes you brought to the show today. Uh, thanks for the <laughs> rhyme. Thanks for the <laughs> trivia. Uh, speaking yeah. of trivia, we'll have our uh, another trivia on Tuesday uh, focused on a specific specific core element of the game. Um, we'll be doing the uh, Alpha One pre-order funding giveaway at that time as well. Um, so uh, 
look to see you all then if you're not here then definitely look forward to seeing you on sunday for the next ashes pathfinder podcast right here uh until then everybody much love to y'all you don't have to be on the show to be a pathfinder right you just got to be here stay in the course with us along for the journey so whether you listen you watch it on YouTube, you hear it, you catch us live, which yes, we encourage you to, but keep in mind when you share in our journey, you're a Pathfinder as well. Much love to all of you in Trepid Studios. And until next time, live your best lives, walk in the light, friends, and I will see you again real soon. Have a great night, everybody. Take care, everyone.